Welcome to Pencil Leadership. I'm Chris Anderson, success and lifestyle entrepreneur, and I'm on a mission to help you realize your full potential so you can leave a positive mark on the world. So if you're ready, take out your pencils and let's begin. And if you want to make a difference in the lives of others, share this episode, go over to Apple Podcasts and follow us there to leave a positive rating and review. And together we can leave a bigger positive mark on the world. All right, welcome back to another recording of Pencil Leadership. I am Chris Anderson, your host, and excited to dive into this topic about advertisement and uh, PP, PPC, excuse me, pay-per-click advertising, things like that, uh, those campaigns we can start as we're growing you know, our businesses, our brands, and getting out there more. And, and sometimes it's a can seem like a complicated topic, and, and to me it is, and that's why I've brought on uh, my guest today because he's the expert in advertising, advertising, digital marketing, you know, PPC campaigns. So we got John Horn today and I'm not going to dive into his story. I'm going to let him kind of share that right now. But yeah, John, welcome to Pencil Leadership today. Chris, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So like I said, excited to dive into this PPC campaign, advertisement type stuff. I know you guys are connected uh, really close to Google as we see there in the, in the background, if you're seeing the video. Um, but yeah, give a little bit about you, your background, and, and you know, Stub Group for those listening. Yeah, absolutely. So my role here currently at Stub Group is CEO, but I started at the bottom, really, when we uh, when we started things out here at Stub Group. So it's been close to a decade at this point that Stub Group's been in existence. And back in the day, we got started. It was started by two initial founders, and I came on as as their first employee team member, and. We've been doing different marketing stuff for a while, um, email marketing, SEO, different different various um, channels. But we saw that the paid side of advertising online, so think Google ads, think at least nowadays Facebook ads and other platforms like that. We saw that being such a tremendous way for companies to connect with customers online. And we saw a massive need in the market because there were so many companies who either were making the switch at that point to digital advertising or already had but didn't really know how to do it well, how to spend their money effectively. And so we came on board and said, let's, let's figure it out for them and create an agency, which then became Stub Group, so that we can help companies steward their ad dollars online. And honestly, ever, then, ever since then, it's just been a, a fun, exciting journey of figuring that out ourselves, uh, building our client base, bringing on the right team members to scale our services for our clients as we work with them. And figuring out all the uh, the new things that Google and the other platforms throw at us every day. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's an ever changing world in that uh, arena for sure. But yeah, 10 years ago, you know, or about 10 years ago, kind of right in the, the growth of internet almost, you know, really with the digital different platforms that are coming out and things of that nature. So you being one of the first employees, I'm curious, what was that like to be kind of in the trenches? I'm sure with stub group as it was kind of, you know, cl trying to probably climb into this position that they're in now. What was that like? What What was that experience? What did you learn from, you know, the early on things with Stub Group? Yeah, it was an adventure to uh, to say the least. It mm -hmm. was a lot of, so we were very much bootstrapping the company, figuring out how do we provide these services and then how do we get clients and explain to them that we can provide these services and what they mm -hmm. are. So lots of, lots of long days, late nights of just, testing things in the platform, seeing, okay, this works, this doesn't work, establishing connections with Google and getting relationships and that support from them um, and going out and finding clients. And yeah. very, you know, very early on, we said, if we're going to 
work in this space and operate, then we need to eat our own dog food. And what by that we mean we run our own advertising campaigns to attract clients who are themselves searching for help with advertising campaigns. And we've done that pretty much since uh, since day one. And I found that to be effective and yeah. keeps you on your toes. Because if if you're not doing a good job of of what you are uh, providing to your clients, then you're not going to be getting new clients yourself. And so there's right. that uh, virtuous cycle there. Yeah, I can imagine. And with that, like, so, you know, I mean, I'm still early on in my entrepreneurial journey, you know, two and a half years with that. And, you know, people listen to the show, um, different levels, but yeah, it's like organic outreach, you know, organic kind of marketing can only can do so much. And I feel like now where we are, especially in the world, that's really not enough. Do you, do you see that the paid, you know, advertisements are almost crucial to growth now? Uh, like, I guess, let me phrase, you can't just do organic anymore. You, you need to be able to have budget some for ads. Is, is that what you're seeing from your perspective? I would say for the majority of businesses, yes. There certainly are always going to be exceptions to any mm-hmm. rule. But for most businesses, let's put it this way. If, if you need to find and connect the customers online, well, where, where are those potential customers going? If they're searching for a solution, they're going to Google. And a few here and there may go to Bing, but they're going to Google primarily. And what does Google show first? Google shows ads. And typically mm-hmm. those ads are very relevant because Google's very good at, at matching the right ads to the right people. And actually, you know, not just they're not just throwing up a billboard for some random thing. They're saying, hey, here's a solution for what you're looking for. for sure. And so if you're not participating in that auction and getting in front of people, with those ads, you you can still get traffic organically if you can figure out how to rank organically. And, and there's certainly very much a place for that, but you're going to be limited. And especially if you're a newer business mm-hmm. where you know, it, it takes time to rank organically, it can take months and years. And sometimes you're never going to be able to rank organically if it's a very competitive keyword and you're going after um, other you know established players in the space. And so by kind of shortcutting things with advertising, you're able to uh, build a business way more quickly and get in front of customers way more quickly than if you're just you know, going that organic approach. Yeah, that's and that's a great point. I'm glad you hit on that. But with that, so say you are starting out, uh, like majority of listeners, and you know their mind goes to, well, I don't have the budget for that. You know, does it? What's the threshold to? I mean, we're talking about Google right now, and that's we can stay with that. The, the Google advertisement is. Do you need to have thousands of dollars to put into Google advertisements? I don't do Google advertisements yet, so I uh, this is new to me as well. So, yeah, where's kind of can you start? I know social media. I mean, you can start with a dollar a day, you know, right. and still get some traction if the copy's written well and everything. Is Google the same, or do you need more kind of funds to start that? That's a question we get asked often by you know, clients when they're coming in. And, okay, what, what should our budget be? Mm-hmm. And the, the, sh- the short and the long answer. Short answer is it depends on <laughs> what you're selling, price points, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Long answer is I would say you, you need to be willing to at least commit a couple thousand dollars at okay. the very minimum if you're going to start um, you know, trying out Google ads. Because, is that per month or is that just to start a campaign? Um, per month, I okay. would say, yeah. And there's certainly going to be instances where you're going to try and improve concept and see, mm-hmm. hey, is the traffic there? Is, you know, can I get it to convert? And, and you know, there may be some instances where you say, hey, it's, my numbers aren't going to work. Google's not the best place for me to be. Yeah. But if you're really going to test it out and collect enough data to make some statistically significant decisions based upon that, Typically, you're going to need a couple thousand dollars at least. Now, you know, if if you're, let's say you're a local 
a local landscape service, your budget and what you need to spend obviously is going to look massively different than if you're a, a national e-commerce brand trying to sell products. Um, so there's certainly going to be levels where, hey, for one business, we might say, hey, you got $1,000 to spend per month. Cool. We can actually make that profitable for you. Different business you might say, you know what, that's such a drop in the bucket compared to your competitors in the market going after that. If you can't spend more than that, it doesn't even make sense to try. So it's mm. very much a, a tailored conversation we have with each client to figure out what their goals are, what their market sure. looks like, how competitive it is, and then go from there. Yeah. And then you guys, I mean, you cover it all. You get them into the, the Google, you do all that. What is the system that Google uses, Rad? It's, um, what's that called again? So they're, they have what they call the, the Google ads kind of UI for okay. managing things. You, mm -hmm. you go into ads.google.com, you build out your campaigns, you build out different things. And Google's built it in such a way that you can do it DIY. Any gotcha. business could just go create a create an account and start creating some campaigns and and start serving. And mm -hmm. Google makes it very easy to spend money with them. So it's it's not hard <laughs> yeah. to uh, get to a point where you're giving Google money. Mm -hmm. What's harder, obviously, is a point where you're making money back from that traffic you're getting. And that's right. where working with someone who's got expertise to know, okay, we should run this campaign type, shouldn't run that, okay. we should do this yeah. and that. That's where that profitability aspect comes in. That's a great point. Yeah. Cause I mean, guidance, I was just kind of thinking about it. If I was going to start a Google ad, like, you know, there's so many pieces into that, like the, what they see, the keywords and then where it directs them and what that looks like. Do you guys, and you help with that whole kind of funnel, I guess you could call it. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Basically we work with the clients to figure out what are their, what are their goals? What's their target audience? What are, separates them from the competition and then we're doing all the work of figuring out targeting and keywords and writing ads and figuring out where to send them on the website and what to bid for them and all the all the fun things that go into running those successful campaigns for sure and, and um, do you have i mean obviously we don't want to give it all all away but as much as you can any tips on people if they are thinking Maybe they don't have the budget, you know, mm -hmm. to utilize a uh, stub group yet yeah. or anything like that. And they're trying to DIY. Do you have any tips to give, you know, the audience on how they can maybe get started and be somewhat successful doing it on their own? Yeah, I'd say if, if you're going the DIY approach, um, like I mentioned earlier, it's really easy to waste money on Google. They <laughs> are happy to take that money. And so mm -hmm. probably the biggest piece of advice I would give is start small. And what I mean by small is... And everything that you approach, let's say, so keywords, keyword targeting is a big, big part, uh, especially if you're running what they call search campaigns, which is the text ads that come up when you search for something. So there's different, what Google calls match types, where basically you could enter a word, let's say, um, you know, let's say local, local landscaper, you could enter that as a keyword that you want to target. Um, you could either have a very kind of flexible, what they call match type, which is called broad match, which basically tells Google, hey, any potential variation that's anywhere similar to local landscaper someone searches for, I want to show my ads for that. Or you could do much more tightly defined what they call exact match, which is, hey, we really want to make sure that the search is very, very close to local landscaper before my ad would show. And so if you don't know what you're doing and you start out with those broader, more flexible keywords, you're probably going to end up wasting a lot of money because your ads are going to okay. show up for terms that just aren't, aren't relevant to you. And one of my favorite examples, this is from years ago from a client we've had for a couple of years, but they actually were a landscaping company. Um, they did tree service specifically. And when we audited their account before starting to work with them, looked at their search terms and see, oh, Dollar Tree. That's one of your top <laughs> search terms that you're paying for right now. Well, it's got tree in it, but that's not what you're looking to spend money on. So it's, you know, it's those types of things that you want to uh, 
avoid when you're spending those hard-earned dollars with Google. For sure, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, and understanding all that because yeah, they could be searching who knows why, and you're coming up for and it's completely away from what you're or who you're trying to serve. And um, w- with that, like copy is important too, right? The words we use in the ad or or in the title that they see, correct? Absolutely. That that messaging is very important and you don't have a lot of space. So you want to be very impactful with what you put into, into those ads. And you also constantly want to be testing to figure out what, what works best, what different messaging combinations, offers, and so forth. Um, and Google has really pushed towards what they, um, the technical term is responsive search ads. But basically the idea is that you provide lots of different headlines and descriptions for these ads and Google mixes and matches and shows them dynamically based upon what's most relevant to a particular search term or um, what different combinations seem to be performing best. And so there's a great combination of the human aspect of figuring out, okay, let's, let's say this, let's test this. And then the machine learning, figuring out, okay, these different combinations work best to get the best click through rate, the best conversion rate. Okay. Uh, it's, and there's so much to this. this is this is really good information with it um and i think it's kind of that next step you know for for uh, for businesses and brands who are starting out so i think this is really good information to to put out there for them so i appreciate that but i mean you know i'm cur- curious you've been you know with stub group for such a long time what drives you to keep going for, like what what do you love about this um in the business like what kind of drives you to keep keep growing this One of the things that's really fun and also challenging about the agency world is just the variety of businesses that we get to work with. So it's, I like to say it's, it's an MBA in the real world because we're looking at such different business models every single day. We're getting insights into how different businesses run. We're getting to see, Hey, these ones are succeeding. These ones are failing. Here's why. Um, And and usually it's not just the advertising aspect side of things because we're digging deep into figuring out clients approaches and sales processes and business metrics. And so I get to, I get to see really valuable information when it comes to just business in general and what's working in the space and what's not. So I I enjoy that and kind of a intellectual level. What I also really enjoy is just doing well for clients. It's so fulfilling when you can hear from a client and say, you know, our numbers have never been better. I'm creating new jobs because of the business that's coming in from the ads you guys are running. Or, I'm, hey, I just bought a new location. I'm expanding things. Mm-hmm. Things like that are, are very um, exciting, obviously, to hear and, and just fulfilling when you know, hey, our team's putting in this hard work and it's actually having a measurable impact for our clients. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's it's rewarding definitely to see results like that and hear those stories and uh, I guess like in the, in the future, what's your goal with stub group? Like, do you have some big goals or, or aspirations that you guys are headed towards? Yeah. Great question. So we're, we're very focused and committed to kind of the paid advertising space, what they call mm-hmm. paid search and paid social. That's our expertise. And that's only growing in terms of the need for businesses and the impetus of big platforms like Google and Facebook and, and where they're going. So we see, um, you know, continued need for the services of a company like Stud Group, who really knows what they're doing and knows how to connect businesses online with those customers. And so we want to keep keep scaling, keep bringing on board customers, keep on top of how the platforms and how the market is changing. Because every day is a new day. You know, what Mm. what worked last year doesn't necessarily work (laughs) this year. And uh, so you've always got to be iterating and figuring things out and, and trying new strategies. 
and that's what we're we're looking forward to doing for the foreseeable future here. Yeah, definitely innovation, man. With everything changing and, and shifting, and, and you know, just new things popping up. <clears throat> Excuse me, but yeah, you know, we all have you know things are going good, things are growing, things of that nature. But we still, you know, there's always those days that aren't as good. You know, that aren't uh, according to plan. That aren't exactly what we're hoping for. How do you deal with those days? Those rougher days that aren't exactly ideal. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, so I, I love, I don't know if you've seen the the entrepreneurial graph they have out there, but basically it's it's like graphing out the day life of an entrepreneur. You've got these massive uh, mountains and then these deep valleys and it's like going up and down and back and forth. And there's a lot of uh, a lot of validity to that. Yeah. I think on even those, 10 years yeah. in, even 10 oh, years in. 100%. Yeah, yeah, it's it never, it never ends. There's always those, those ups and downs. Yeah. I think, for me personally, when I'm in those those valleys and it feels like oh, everything is is falling, the, the sky is falling, it's very important to maintain that overarching perspective of being able to step back from the fires, step back from the weeds for a minute and say, okay, let's look at the total trajectory of where things are going. Let's remember that I had this bad day last week and you know what? We survived. We got through it. And then we had this success and we're going to get through this one. And then, you know, Get just put your head down, get to work, do your best, get through things, and um, and try and keep that keep that bigger picture perspective going. For sure, yeah, I think the bigger picture, yeah, I think perspective's huge because if you're deep in that moment, that negativity, it's all gonna just look like everything's on fire around you. Absolutely. But if you can step away, you know, it, you're just gonna see it's just a little kind of little spark, and, it, and you, the whole picture is is not as bad. So I think that's a, a crucial reminder just take a step back every now and then take a breather and, and just see the bigger bigger thing going on um yeah and you know one one other thing i like to do there is when whatever you're you're dealing with currently those stresses what what seem like insurmountable obstacles you know in a year or two or three from now those things are going to feel small and so if i'll look back i'll say okay well, like a year ago what was i super stressed out about oh you know what that's no big deal. I, I take care of that without a second thought right now. Mm -hmm. That tells me a year from now, you know, the thing that feels insurmountable to me at the moment, not going to be a big deal. So I think that's, that's been helpful to me personally as well as in, in establishing that perspective and reminding myself how things are going to work out. Yeah, that's a great point. Cause even on my journey, like I said, I'm still early on. I mean, in, in the grand scheme of things, like starting out was, how am I going to do this at all? Like freaking out about that. And it's, you know, how am I going to get my first client this? Oh, I got, okay. How am I going to get my five clients? Oh, how am I going to get, you know, and it just continues. It just shifts It's you know, I've heard the saying like new levels, new devils. So like, as you grow, there's just always something else you have to, you know, deal with or, you know, uh, undertake and overcome. And, and so that's, a, it's a great point there. What do you credit your success to? I'm curious on the other aspect of things. I think, you know, combination of things, certainly, um, blessed with opportunities to, get into the market that we're in right now when we did, when there was uh, really much a very, a big shift from traditional to digital advertising and just tons mm -hmm. of companies who needed help. Um, I think, you know, hard work, certainly uh, putting in those, putting in those hours, working with clients, figuring things out. I think what's really important too, for, for anyone who's starting out and wanting to be successful in a, in a new business, whatever that business is, is the whole idea of get rich quick, of you know put in a little bit of work get massive returns 
very popular to uh, talk about on YouTube channels and very popular to, to read about in uh, you know, self-help books and so forth. But that's not how you build a successful, fulfilling business or life. Mm -hmm. You've got to truly care about the work you're doing, about the people you're helping, in my case, about the clients we're working with. You've got to put in the hard work and the time and the effort to create a reputation for you personally, for your business. And, and truly care because if all you care about is making a quick buck, then it's really hard to have that, you know, that integrity and that credibility you build up over time that then will over time lead to success and not those quick bucks, but hopefully those, uh, those well-earned bucks over time. For sure. No, that's, that's a great point. And I think remembering that is huge because we can get caught up in, you know, like, especially if you're bootstrapping from, from the start, you know, like, where's that next dollar? And we get in that unfortunate mind. And I was, I mean, I had gotten into that mindset too, when I started and had to get out of that and remembering, like, it's about the people we're serving and the impact that we can have and that they can have with our help and, and coming from that uh, perspective and seeing the big picture, you know, you know, I want to support my family and future generations and, and help other people with it. Like that brings it, uh, to a more, you know, bearable when you get in those rough patches, cause you know what you're doing it for. Absolutely. So with that, I, you know, this has been a great conversation. Um, and I, and I appreciate everything you've shared, you know, about just ads, how to do that. And then just your personal experience from the lows and highs times, how you've dealt with that. And to kind of wrap things up, you know, the fifth trade of pencil leadership for those who don't know is that you were created uniquely with uh, purpose and potential to leave a positive mark on the world. And so John, for you, when everything is said and done for you here on earth, what do you hope your positive mark is? I hope to leave a legacy of integrity, of hard work and of truly coming alongside people and, and helping people. And I think about that a lot in the context of my own family. I'm a relatively new dad. Uh, my first child is a little six-month-year-old boy. And Same here. Wow. That's, that's awesome. awesome. That's cool. The new <laughs> Congrats. Dad, it's yeah. so fun just getting to, to see those, those changes as he gets older and starts to get you know, more intelligent and it seems like starting to understand little things here and there and just thinking, thinking about the role model I want to be for him and for hopefully other children that we'll have in the future yeah. and being able to um, not, you know, not give him everything in life. He's going to have to work hard. He's going to have to put in his own work and create his own legacy. But I want him to have a great um, stepping stone and building block and be able to, to be proud to say, hey, my dad is John Horn. And here's how he views, you know, has approached life. And here's the legacy that he's left. And, and hopefully my children will be able to continue that on. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I definitely can relate for sure. Yeah, he my son Everett six months next week. So oh, that's awesome. uh, yeah, it's crazy. But, but John, no, again, I appreciate you sharing. I think that's a great, you know, mark to leave on the world that you're working on doing and, and everything else uh, to support these businesses is just phenomenal. So thank you again for sharing. Thanks again for being on pencil leadership today. Thanks Chris so much for having me. And thanks so much for tuning into this episode today. If you found value at all from this episode, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It just helps us get this show, these messages out in front of more people. And don't forget to share this with someone who you think could benefit from listening to as well. Now let's go out and be pencil leaders.